Okay, so hello and welcome to this episode of Candid Conversations with Anshu Arora. Today, we're talking about mother power. And to take this forward with me, I have uh, the super mom, Mohita Agarwal. So Mohita is an English literature graduate who made a conscious choice to be a homemaker. And may I say what a passionate homemaker she is. She's an affectionate mother who is a great observer, I must say, and a sharp learner. I've never seen Moita miss a chance to learn something. A great conversationalist, a fashionista, and someone who believes in living her life, if I may say, queen size. Just in case anyone is painting a very flamboyant picture of Moita, I want you to know that she's extremely value-driven. Her parental connect is unimaginably high. So Mohita and Deepak have two children, and uh, today's conversation essentially is about how Mohita contributed uh, towards Ridhan's development and to, towards what he is today. Ridhan, who is 11 years old now, a young boy with high drive. He's passionate about dance and sports, and, and you know, Ridhan is sharp in academics and extremely value-oriented. This extremely expressive yet sensitive boy is the heart of every gathering and I can vouch for it. You know, he enters and you know that Rudan is here and he's going to be leading the whole thing now. So we're going to talk about how Rudan is what he is today. So welcome, Mohita, to Candid Conversations with Anshu Arora. You're very, very welcome. Thank you, Anshu, for reaching out to me. I'm glad to be a part of this. You're welcome. You're welcome again. So, Mohita, uh, we were just uh, painting a picture about how Ridhan is so celebrated, so energized, and so positive today. But we also understand that there's a background to this. So tell us, Mohita, as a mother, what has been the most challenging parental experience so far? Until the most challenging parental experience so far was helping my child get out of the shell that he had gone into. Okay. Okay. So when you say he, he got into a shell, could you tell us more about it? Yes. He, see, he lost eye contact, mm -hmm. loss of speech, mm -hmm. fear of almost everything. Okay. You mean connecting with people or? Yes. Okay. okay. No connection with humans. Uh-huh. And why do you yes. no connection with humans? I mean, so what so what was happening truly? Can you help us visualize what was happening? At that very moment, uh, even I was not able to figure out. Mm -hmm. But then gradually, with the help of a doctor and uh, uh, my own observation, we found that Jidhan had started interacting with gadgets. Oh, oh, so are you trying to say that he was... Uh, uh, so all his connection were, were with gadgets and less with people. Is is that what you're saying? It was only with gadgets and no connection with humans. We had reached to that stage. Oh my God. So what did you do? Did you approach a doctor? Did you get to meet a doctor? Did they diagnose something? Yes. Uh, medically, Ridhan was declared absolutely normal. Okay. Okay. So now the wall was in my court because I was not able to accept all was okay. 
But why you say that? But although when the doctor said everything was okay, then why were you not ready to accept it? I mean, what was because Ridhan Ridhan was not reacting. He was not responding. Hmm. You would call out on call out his name, and he would not respond. Hmm. Hmm. And how old was Ridhan? This experience uh, you're talking about. He was around one and a half, two. Okay. Okay. Roughly, so, he was two years. Hmm. So, so when you took to the doctor, what happened there? I mean, what did they diagnose him for? Did they test him, or what was his diagnosis about? Very strange. It was doctor was going to make the sound. Okay. He was going to call out Ridhan's name. Mm-hmm. And if Ridhan responded, yeah, he would be declared normal. Oh, okay. So it was as simple as that because there there must not be any other medical. uh symptoms which is why i think they probably is that so could you tell yes. us more yeah yeah and it happened very conveniently ridhan looked into the doctor's eye mm-hmm. when he called out his name mm-hmm. and doctor was like he's okay take him there's nothing wrong with your child his brain is functioning absolutely normal mm-hmm. you know if there was something wrong my child wouldn't have responded to his name mm-hmm. so and he very conveniently looked into the doctor's eye and everything was normal hmm so you're saying that uh, technically or medically when you and uh, when you took him to the doctor it was all it was all green it was all okay but something inside you said that it isn't working right i was in a state of dilemma hmm 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 what was your dilemma what was bothering you see i went back i spoke to my mother about this Okay. That though the doctors uh, declared Ridhan normal, that's very good. Yeah. I was very happy. Yeah. But then there was something missing in my child. My child was not behaving like other children were. You know, while other children would gel around, play, he would just sit in one corner and not even look at them. Yeah. Since this, all these things were troubling me, I wanted to go deep into it and. and i wanted ridhan to be normal like other children if there was like music being played somewhere he would run away hmm he couldn't take it he couldn't take loud noise okay okay so so you know i uh, i started reading a lot okay okay i and then i hired a speech therapist okay so he was so you saying that he was not able to uh, so yeah hmm he, he was not able to speak Okay. So you know, and reading helped me a lot, frankly. Mm-hmm. So through that only, I was able to sense that okay, first thing I need to hire a speech therapist. Hmm. 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 We need to be sure that Ridhan can speak. Okay. Okay. And then I even started talking to other mothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I used to I I started talking a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I then gradually I started trying different things. Okay. Okay. I became extremely vocal. Hmm. Hmm. I started singing with Ridhan. We started dancing. Initially, he would run away, but then when I start kept practicing it, he started getting involved. Okay. Slowly, but yeah, he did. Hmm. Hmm. So, so this was a this was a positive response uh, that he was showing up when you started interacting with him. slowly steadily it started working okay okay and even if it wasn't 
I was okay and willing to try over and over again. Hmm. Hmm. So Dhan started showing positive results. So after much time, let's say you, you when you started interacting with him, so it was after how much time that you know he responded, or was it very quick, or did he take time? He took a lot of time. Hmm. Hmm. There was a, a situation where I I I had given up. I would keep calling out his name he would not listen he would be dug deep inside his gadget I would take away the gadget mm. he would start howling mm. Mm. he would fall ill mm. Mm. I used to get scared I used to give it back to him mm. 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 I was in as I said I was in a dilemma I didn't know what to do if I was taking away his favorite toy his favorite gadget he used to fall ill if I was giving it back to him he was in the same situation Hmm. So I I was confused, but then gradually, I I did not give up. I kept trying, I kept trying, and finally, you know, he started responding. He started reacting. So he so would show his anger. Yeah. Oh, oh. Okay. 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 Yeah. He he used to get angry initially, so there was no expression. Hmm. No anger, nothing. But then he, you know he started expressing his emotions. Hmm. Hmm. So, so you're saying that largely what you were trying to do was to remove those gadgets and uh, establish the human connect, which you felt was originally which had gone missing. Is that is that is that how you started to work and build on it? See, gradually, um, I started doing this. I I wanted him to build a human connect. Hmm. but uh, i i took this process very slowly okay okay i i did not just take it away you know i set time for it mm-hmm. like 1 hour in a day 2 hours in a day hmm hmm, hmm. and then this this gadget became a reward that if ridhan would say something or do something of my choice then he would get this as a reward So your choice has any connected with you, or he sung? Yes, he participated with you, and so yes, he started participating. Okay, okay. You know, it's funny, Mohita. It's very funny, and only the one who's going through it can know. You know, I've uh, I've come across uh, many uh, mothers, especially in this process of uh, this podcast, Mohita, and uh, you know, usually. Uh, these are taken as small issues uh, you know uh, it is taken as uh, you know don't worry you'll get okay and you know usually it is uh, unless uh, unfortunately there is a child who has a, a special requirement they they don't take it seriously and they they usually kind of judge you for uh, for being overreactive sometimes so did you also experience something that you were being judged or you were being told that you're overreacting or things like that did this happen to you see anju at that time a single comment from anyone around me was enough to make me insecure and doubt my own parenting yeah yeah but then what made me overlook was what's best for our baby it doesn't mean anything to anyone hmm end of the day we parents are doing the same job in different ways yeah all i was concerned was for my baby and his well being so i was i overlooked all judgments 
I shut my ears to all possible um, judgments or comments people were passing. Mm. I was just concerned for my child mm. and he being okay. Hmm. So you're saying that largely you could mend this situation, not medically, but by simply establishing your motherly connect or a human connect back with him. That's all you did. That's all you did in different ways, of course. Yes. Okay. Okay. So what's been your biggest learning through this experience? Uh See, the biggest learning, Anshu, is that we mothers may not be the smartest or would always say the right thing. Yeah. But it's a heart and soul connection that transcends the test of time. Yeah, yeah. So connect with your child. Yeah. Devote a lot of quality time. Yeah. You love unconditionally. Yeah. And most important, believe in yourself. Hmm. 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 So that's what I learned. You know, Moita, I'll be honest with you that, um, you know, we we move about in a society, we move about in a culture where people um, hide uh, their errors or they hide, especially if there's anything of this kind, they would never go out and talk about it. We're living in a culture where people dread therapy. We're living in a culture where going to even a psychotherapist is like a taboo. So ideally... Uh, it's not the dumb thing, so to say. People kind of shy away from it. They don't talk about it. And uh, I know you're coming from a very affluent background and, you know, the, the kind of family life that you're leading and the social responsibilities that you lead are, are very high standards, I know. Now, tell me, why did you choose to be on this podcast? And what is the lesson you're trying to share, essentially? Why did you say that, okay, you know, Let's do this. So I really want to know that. See, the reason I choose to be on podcast today is that I want all mothers to know that we are the epitome of love, care, support. You know, and uh, after hearing your podcast on caregiving, yeah, the emotion that got aroused in me was to appreciate my family and the doctor who made me so positive. Yeah. Yeah. That I talk, I I looked overlooked the judgments and I not only believed in the motivational sentence of my husband that I am with you. Mm. We both can avoid the situation to what it should be. Mm. 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 And the sentence of the doctor that mm. even Einstein spoke very late. Oh. Why are you in a rush? Oh man. Okay. Okay. So you know I really want to pass this message that don't give up. Yeah. Don't break. Yeah. Believe in yourself. You know the power within you. Yeah, Moita. You know, I'm, it's funny you should bring up that podcast on caregivers uh, because, very honestly, uh, I was just thinking about that because I wanted to bring up this angle of caregivers. You know, Moita. Uh, in our last podcast on caregivers, uh, Shrinkla Sahai, she spoke about the fact that. Everybody talks about the person who we're trying to mend, if I may use the word, or who we're trying to support, or who we're trying to help in this process. 
but nobody talks about that caregiver who's going to different lengths and you know going through the similar kind of anxiety to help that person heal i mean it was a it was such a, a profound statement that that she made in our last uh, podcast so tell me moita i think i um, i'm i'm you're you're stating things like it's factually right now as if this happened and this happened and i did this but i want to know mohita as uh, a compassionate supporter uh, as somebody who was a caregiver to your own son what was it that you went through emotionally uh, whether like i said whether it was being judged or making or hearing those comments or or just facing that doctor who said i'll snap or i'll call and if he hears and is okay tell me what you went through and did you receive the empathy that you needed at that time Uh, Anshu, I was physically, emotionally, and mentally drained. Hmm. I was going through high levels of anxiety. Hmm. Hmm. I had already sacrificed a lot of time, energy, emotions into it, and the result was nil initially. Yeah, yeah. And what triggered me at that point was, I started questioning myself. Where did I go wrong? Yeah. My child was absolutely normal. Yeah. What suddenly happened to him? Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, all all these things together, uh, they were making me anxious. Yeah. Yeah, but then as I said that I, I really get emotional. You know, um, I I the emotion that gets aroused in me is that I I really appreciate my family. They stood by me. Yeah. My husband he stood by me. He said, mm-hmm. do whatever it takes. I am there with you. Yeah. Don't bother. Hmm. Hmm. There will be a lot of people who are going to judge you, who are going to judge our child. But then, if we start bothering about those, we won't be able to cure our child. Hmm. Even the doctor, he he was quite motivating. Hmm. Hmm. He he was the one who told me he's fine. He's hmm. absolutely normal. Einstein spoke very late. So what? Hmm. 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 You know, all these things did boost up my morale. Hmm. But at the same time, whatever said or done inside, I was shattered. It took a lot of time for me to get back. What helped you come back to your to your normal self? How did you? Was it just his recovery? What is, or anything else that helped you? Uh, see, my mother. Uh huh. Talking to my mother. Uh-huh. She would every day counsel me. Yeah. That if you give up there's no one for your child. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, talking to my mother, my husband being by my side, my in-laws being very supportive of what I do, nobody questioning me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as to what I'm doing, why I'm doing, I w- I I could I could hire anybody. I could I could take any step. I could go to any. I could I could cross any limit to ensure. They always stand yes to ensure that my son was okay. Yeah. I I was I was allowed to do anything. Nobody would ever question me. Mm. So you know, my family was a big support system for me at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And all all of this together helped me get out of my anxiety. I overcame all the fears that I had developed. 
Hmm. And I think that's how I helped Ridhan get out of the fears that he had developed. Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, you know, I want uh, the podcast listeners at this moment to visualize Ridhan as one. Uh, you know, as if he has some spring under his feet. You know, he jumps and he hops from one place to other. He has endless questions. He's such a super dancer you know that song that bala song i have not seen anybody dance on that better than him i mean he's so full of life questions excitement and uh, i mean moita very honestly until uh, you spoke to me about this after that earlier podcast i could have never known that you walked this path and you walked over ashes i really would have never known and also because i met ridan i would have never known that this is where you brought him out from so hats off uh, moita you should be very very proud of yourself thank you thank you i mean this this just reminds me moita i had read a little piece somewhere and uh, it it was about mothers and it said that uh, when i get to the end of my life and i ask what have i done may my answer be that i have truly loved and i think you have truly loved your son and uh, yes i would say it's not only you like you very rightly put forward it has been the support of your mother your husband your in-laws it takes a village to correct a thing like this it takes a whole village to correct this and hats off that you chose to talk about this because i'm very sure all those who are listening to this podcast right now would know who know than that oh man you can never imagine that this is where moita pulled him out from so fantastic fantastic moita this is my victory yeah <laughs> truly it's a victory you must look at it as your victory and i think many of us uh must learn from you because it's not the it's not the intensity of the situation it's for every mother this this was a matter of life and death for you it's equivalent yes. to anything as severe as anything else so uh i understand where you're coming from i understand so tell me moita what is your message to the our podcast listeners today to the fellow mothers who are listening to you right now and so i would only say don't give up never break believe in yourself and the power within you you will see the universe will stand by you absolutely i would a lot of time to your kids love them unconditionally you know this is uh, the bond between a mother and a child is formed in the womb yeah but i still believe it is a process and it takes a while to understand yeah so get involved with them physically emotionally all these factors influence and i think somewhere inside moita i think also follow your gut you did that the doctor said everything is okay einstein didn't speak early all those things but you followed your gut that told you that no something's not okay and i need to mend this i need to make this yes yes yeah my sixth sense i think <laughs> yeah motherly 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 Sixth yeah. sense. Yeah, the the gut of a mother. That's what works. The gut of a mother. Absolutely. Yes. So you know, uh, all I can say is that uh, my hope is that Ridan and your and every child remembers that you know my mom tried. I I hope that they remember it this way, and I hope that yes. they remember that even when she was tired, stressed, she did all that she could. 
and uh, even though she may have been there was no intention of being great or good but the only intention was to it was not about anything about self affirmation it was not about i want to be this it was only and only about that my child should love me yes yeah my child should be fine absolutely loved you're right so yes. here today i salute all those mothers who look after their children and understand their needs I honestly salute all those mothers who look after children with special needs. I honestly salute every single mother. I salute mothers who are separated from their children. I salute mothers who are being who are who are able to look after their children and you know you know Moita I think there there are so many mothers who who can't look after their children and they find a safe abode for them. and leave them there so that they're looked after i think those are the bravest mothers whatever the world may say about them i think only a mother knows what it means to hand over your child to someone else so i think yeah. those are very very brave mothers and also today salute those fathers who are being mothers to their children you know i think there are many many fathers who are single parents and who take the role of a mother and handle this hats off to those fathers um i'm very closely attached to one such father who looks after my daughter so yes hats off to those fathers who are being mothers to their children thank you mohita i'm uh, i'm deeply moved by your story thank you mohita for accumulating the courage to come up here and speak about it thank you for reaching out thank you for saying hey i have a story and i have a story that i want the world to know and i hope yes, the world yes. looks at you with immense respect and courage and i hope they understand that it's not going to be job thank you i really appreciate the time you spent with me today you know you helped me vent out whatever there was there in me i'm glad i'm glad that this could happen and i'm sure mohita for all those who are listening to this podcast right now i can bet something's moved inside Thank you very much Mohita more power to you more strength to you may your children be blessed may your family be blessed and uh, may no mother has to you know have to ever go through this and if you if ever we have to may we have courage like you did to fight this through thank you Mohita thank you so on this note we're signing off onto our episode on mother power with Mohita Agarwal I am calling out to any and every more mother who has a candid story to share. We will be very happy to have you over. Thank you Mohita signing off ladies and gentlemen and all those listening. We will meet you again for our next episode opening up another candid story. Thank you Mohita. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.